0: Hello and welcome to What Have I Done with me, Caroline Jones. In each episode, I'll be joined by a guest to discover how the spark of an idea set them on their fundraising journey. They'll explain why they chose their particular charity and share the highs and lows that invariably come with the intensity of fundraising. At the centre of each conversation is an emotional story of how inner grit and determination can lead to a lasting legacy for the fundraiser and for the charity. When it comes to award-winning, global-reaching fundraising campaigns, you might not think of something that declares itself as bad, but at the very centre of Pet Portraits by Erkul van Wolfwinkel, a.k.a. my guest Phil Heckles, is just that, rubbish artwork. But Phil's campaign for homeless charity Turning Tides hinges on rubbish as his core brand value. On the surface, it's light-hearted, tongue-in-cheek, but the truth is that this campaign is about hours and hours of commitment every single day, week after week, as the pet portrait order list gets ever longer. I could have chatted to Phil for hours, but I knew the felt-tip pens were calling him. The off-centre originality of this idea is genius, turning something you don't think you're naturally talented at into a talent. And I hope this conversation inspires you to think creatively. All the links to Phil's work and to the charity are in the show notes. Thank you, Phil, for such a wonderful conversation, and thank you for listening. I just wanted to welcome you to what have I done, um, Phil. And um, really, I I feel that I'm intruding on on your time very much because we're recording this in December and you are smack bang in the middle of your campaign. And um, from my point of view, that's really exciting because I'm, I'm delving straight into, you know, what's going on in your head how you're how you're sort of firefighting all the time and I think from a from a listener's point of view I'm really hoping that we're going to explore what it feels like what day-to-day sort of um highs and lows are of a, a very very successful campaign but before we do that am I would you like me to refer to you as Phil or as your nom de plume Hercule van Wolfwinkel?
1: No, call me Phil. Please, please call me Phil.
0: I've been practising that name all morning.
1: Well, if you want to, if you want to, Hercule is fine if that's what you want to do, but it feels a bit weird.
0: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Phil, that's fine. Shall we then talk about rubbish pet portraits? Where has this idea, this brilliant idea come from? Tell me this. Uh,
1: I mean, the, the honest answer is it hasn't come from anywhere. Um, It has just been a series of um, fortunate events that have all, uh, you know, kind of um, conspired to to end up where we are. Um, It was, it all started, I think we're now 13 weeks ago. um, And it was as simple as I was having to make uh, thank you cards. Uh, Well, my my little one had to make some thank you cards uh, for my mum and dad um it was a i don't know thursday afternoon i had a week off work um it and uh i just was trying to get him interested couldn't get him to do it like we it would be one of those things where like all day it'd be like right we've got to do those cards we've got to do those cards and everything kept cropping up and it's something better to do so in the end i just got everything out uh, all the pens paper felt tips on the dining room table and just said look come on come and help us do these cards and to just to get him interested i drew a picture of our dog and he coloured it in, um, and then he was sat down and he was engaged. So, left him to make the thank you cards. And uh, while he was doing that, I mean, being honest, I was bored. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to go and try and draw another picture of of, of Nala. Um, and this time, because the first one I'd done was just a stupid picture of a dog, and you know, and and then the, the so I tried to copy a picture off my phone. Um, and it came out as it did. I'm sure lots of people have probably seen it if they've yeah. heard the story already. Stuck it on Facebook with a stupid comment saying, you know pet portraits for sale two hundred and ninety nine quid at so... that moment
0: so at that moment you, you're there you've got you've drawn your your pet dog you've drawn with felt tips, yeah, your son's busy doing his own coloring why did you then think, I know I'll put that on Facebook and put a price of value on this? Where, what were you hoping to do at that very moment no
1: I mean nothing more than just get a laugh um I mean everything I put on Facebook uh you know people that have have, have, you know friends of mine that follow me on Facebook nothing on my Facebook page is serious it is all you know I'm going off on a tangent here but Facebook people moan about Facebook I don't like Facebook because all everyone does is moan or this that and the other but all Facebook is is a platform you know it is it so if you don't like facebook follow different people you know if facebook is full of hate and everything else just mm. just don't follow the people that spread all that rubbish so um everything i put on facebook i never moan on facebook i never you know everything is Will this just make one person smile? Basically, so that's what it was. All all of my Facebook posts are, are very sort of tongue in cheek, and and so it was just simply a kind of I just thought, do you know, what this might make a couple of people smile. It was nothing okay. more than nothing yeah. more than that. There's um,
0: such a there's such a, a consistency in that um, that thought. The, the other people that I've had on this uh, podcast have also said that the start point was just a tiny little bit of chit chat banter um between their friends online you know yeah. no more than that and actually the reach wasn't intended to go any further than your immediate circle of friends which sounds like that's what you were really aiming for that was
1: it and and to be honest with you um there was no at that point it, we were even it was a week into it was a week into the whole thing before the fundraising thing even came up so mm. it wasn't you know that was A few stages down the line but you know when I talk about these sort of these things happening which were just not thought out um I put the the post on Facebook um and by the end of the day I'd had seven requests from people six or seven requests from people to draw their their pictures now in reality that only came about because the very first person that asked for one was a friend of my other halves. Well, she's a mutual friend but you know she, she's a friend of my other halves and she's one of these people on facebook who's got like three and a half thousand friends you know um and so again if she hadn't responded the reality is that initial sort of six or seven mm. portraits that i did probably wouldn't have happened and it would have been just my post a couple of people would have liked it and that would have been it um, yeah, that ripple effect so it was that gradual sort of ripple effect. And so, like I say, day one, by the end of day one, I'd done six or seven portraits, all for people I knew. But, but by the end of day two, I started getting friends requests from people that I didn't know um and I had I had about 20 requests of portraits to do um you know friends were messaging me saying oh my friend would love this we would love you to do a portrait of their dog um and so that was then when I set up the Facebook page you know the, the portraits yes. by Hercule and again it was all it was all done none of it was to be taken seriously but the the joke and I thought it'd go no further than my friends but the joke for you know between me and my friends was oh look I'm now so successful I've gone into business and you know you better come and get your orders in quick because I'm (laughs) you know um and so even then the fundraising wasn't on the radar at all um and then it was probably a week
0: in a week so you're at this stage you've got 20 or 30 pictures that you're drawing are you sensing that this is suddenly snowballing at that at that's at that moment or are you thinking no this is manageable this is just a bit of short term frivolity and it'll just disperse or were I, you or were you thinking actually i can do something with this or something in it uh
1: no uh, I, there was never that that moment never really came where i thought there's something in it um, even then um it was it was just I'd I'd suddenly discovered something that I was enjoying doing. Um, And I know that people don't believe me, but I've never drawn, you know, I've never done anything like this in my life. Art has never even been a hobby, you know. So I just suddenly discovered something and I was enjoying it and people were enjoying it, you know, back. And it was just a case of, well, if people want me to draw their pets, I'll draw their pets and let's see, let's see where it goes.
0: Um, And then, um, So just stop that. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Sorry. Just stop you. So you are not an not an artist. No artistic background. Good at school? Were you good? Did you have coloring pens at home? Didn't
1: do art at school. Didn't even do art at school. Um, You know. So again, like apart from um you know obviously you know when you have to do drawing at school you know at the sort of primary school and all of that kind of stuff but didn't do art at GCSE um I mean I've always been I've always been sort of creative you know so I write music and I've done poetry and that kind of stuff so I've always been creative um and, you know, there's been the the odd sort of passing comment from my other half if I've just been sort of doodling with the little and, you know, like when, you know, sort of if she's trying to draw a dinosaur for him to colour in or something, she, she's often sort of said, oh, you know, you're not bad at that. But yeah. it's never been more than that, you know. Um, so, again, all of the – everything that I'm using and everything, it's literally – it's my son's – six-year-old son's pencil case with W.H. Smith pencils <laughs> in it um, –
0: and and that's all it is. I love um, this because because I I you I know mean, I do want if when you, at the end of this podcast I would guide any of the listeners to your work because it's very distinctive and I and I would love if we can just to explore one of your current uh pieces of work Paul Parquet I think you've called the yeah, cat. Yeah. Yeah. This is a recent commission um and I think the customer was happy generally very happy with with what you delivered because it does not look like the cat, her her beloved cat, nor is that the intention of this. You, I, I just think it's so fun. It was literally making me laugh this morning so much that the under bit of my mouth was hurting um, <laughs> because you've, you've dressed this beautiful cat in a pair of underpants. I think for its modesty, the way the cat was posing, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean it. It wasn't the most flattering of uh, of positions. I was a bit worried that Facebook might ban my page, you know. So, <laughs> but I, what
0: I lo- what I love about your work, though, Phil, is that there there is this um, ability to you do capture the pets, but in a very different way with eyes going in all directions with very long legs and limbs and it's all distorted but it is very much your work it's very recognizable to your style so your style is consistent every single portrait of, of of all the animals that you've drawn birds dogs cats snakes there is this consistency of your work so I think you found your style very much and 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 it's so interesting to think, to think that the customer out there or the person who's kindly donating to the charity who passionately loves their pets, probably more than they can ever express, is, is giving you that opportunity to draw something in a rubbish, inverted brackets, um, style and trusting you with their beautiful beloved pet
1: yeah i mean i i think i suppose like uh with the anybody that's requesting that the the portraits has already probably seen what they' got yeah, they got an idea of what they're going to get back. And and again, that's actually sort of what's probably made it um relatively easy from my point of view, because there is no expectation, you know, like the bar is so low that it's like any anything is probably better than they were maybe um expecting. Um, but um yeah, I mean people say about like, you know, a lot of people have sort of said about this sort of capturing the animal. And um I'm not really I'll be honest, I don't really quite know what that means. I just sort of draw what I see and okay. um and obviously I try to, there, there's, um, you know, things like the long, like the extra long legs and, the, and the, the wonky eyes and that sort of stuff. Like that is, you know, obviously I'm doing that on purpose. I don't see the cat and think, oh, crumbs, you know. Um, but most of it, like the kind of main body of the work, as it were, is me trying, you know, genuinely trying my artist to recreate what, you know, what has been sent in. Um, and a lot of people have said to me, oh, you've been getting better or you're getting too good and this, that and the other. And it's like, I've drawn 400 portraits in 12 weeks. So I'd like, hope I would be getting a little bit better. <laughs> yes. um, and, and there is an honesty to that because I'm per, you know, I've never once sort of really per, apart from, as I say, the goofy eyes or whatever, there's, it's, there's never a, a sort of purposeful intention to make them rubbish, you know? So if they're getting a bit better, they're getting a bit better. And it will stay like that because like yeah. I say, there's, there's, there's always been an honesty to it. Um, and so i'll keep trying my hardest and i say hopefully we might sort of see a bit of an improvement and like
0: oh, i'm i'm no doubt about it with all yeah. with your son's pencil case and the materials you're using it sounds like you know you, you're progressing well i i would expect you know an art stu- an art teacher perhaps to give you i don't know a c minus at the start Oh, well, that's generous I, i'm i'm being generous here i can yeah, see yeah. progression bill i can see progression You mentioned that you've had four, you've completed 400 commissions. Can you tell me a little bit about the charity and your involvement and why you're raising money um, for them? Yeah,
1: um, so there's no, um, I haven't really had any kind of real involvement with turning tides, um, up until this has all sort of started when of course I've had a lot more contact, um, with them. Um, they have, they have been a charity that we as a family have, have sort of supported for a number of years now, just because we've been aware of them and what they do. So, you know, kind of at Christmas we'll make a donation to them. Um, or, you know, if we do a car boot sale and sell a load of stuff, we'll, we'll, you know we'll give a donation to, towards them so um they're just a charity that, that that we've been aware of um and and just a charity that we've wanted to support so when the idea for the fundraising came about um which as i said earlier that all came something of, of accidentally really it was just a friend was insistent on paying for for the portrait um, and so between us, I said, well, look, I'm not taking any money. So if you want to do something, donate to Turning Tides. Um, and it, again, there was no thought into that. It was because it was just it, for me, if, if I'm ever going to do anything, they would be a charity that, that we'd look to. Um, and the reason why is just as simple as, you know, there's this old adage of charity beginning at home. Um, and you know homelessness is literally it's on our doorsteps you know um it is in our communities it is it doesn't matter how big that how big a town or city you live in if you go into your town and city centers you will see people that are homeless um you know in doorways on park benches in seafront shelters um and it's a problem that's getting worse um it's a problem that the government are ignoring and pretending it's not a problem um and if we don't help the likes of Turning Tides to help the people that are in these positions, um, the safety net is lost Um, because, you know, whereas, you know, giving somebody who is homeless five quid is great. And I've never said to people don't do that um, or buying them a hot coffee or a sandwich or whatever it may be. It's a short term solution because that five quid doesn't last very long. Um, And before you know it, they're still there on the streets. And so, looking at homelessness as a problem, um, it's not about going directly to the people that are homeless. It's looking at the organisations that are there and they are set up and they are geared up to be able to support these people. So to me, it's um yeah, it it, it it's just an invaluable service that if if we don't support them, um it, it it's gonna leave a lot of people and I say it's an increasing problem. So it's gonna leave a lot of people needing help that just isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I think the other side of it is it's about trying to raise awareness for it because, again, one thing that never sits comfortably with me is the narrative of homelessness. Um, so, you know, again, I mentioned earlier about people moaning on Facebook all the time. You know, you often see posts on Facebook, you know, local Facebook groups and that sort of thing. where People sort of say, oh, you know, I went into town today and I couldn't, I couldn't believe the amount of homeless people I saw. But the way that it's worded and, and the feeling behind it is, I can't believe the amount of homeless people I saw and it ruined my trip to Primark. You know, um, not, I can't believe the number of homeless people I saw and this is horrendous and this shouldn't be happening in our country in 2020. What can we do about it? It's just, I don't want to see it, you know? Um, and again, I think that if we, if that becomes the, res- the stock response to homelessness, that we just don't want to see it and we just want it swept under the carpet, but we also don't want to help, then where do we go? Like, where do we go with it? Um, so, yeah, it's something that, um, yeah, it was it was a no-brainer at the time um, to, to say Turning Tides. And the more that I have, been, you know, in, in a very short space of time in these last sort of 12 weeks, but the more that I have been in contact with Turning Tides and the more that I've been, um, you know, finding out about what they do, the more passionate I've become about it. Um, and the more important I realise... You know that the, the, that it is really, um, and
0: and the size of the charity. How 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 I imagine they're small, um, and they're they're serving the is it West Sussex the community? Yes, yes. In, so, in there.
1: they're they're the largest they are the largest provider of of homelessness services in West Sussex but that's probably a slightly misleading stat because they're probably one of the only the only you know um, so they have um, they are a relatively small charity I don't know how many kind of staff they have Um, they have a really good base of volunteers um, which I hear about all you know whenever I talk to them the staff are always saying what great volunteers that they have got um they've been running about 30 years um so they're fairly well established um but again it's amazing how many people i talk to locally that haven't been aware of them um so yeah they are in the great scheme of things a small charity
0: when did you at what point did you make contact with the charity and who who did you deal with what sort of what role was the person you ended up dealing with were they a marketing role had they got a had they got a, a social media responsibility who who did you connect with within um, the charity again
1: i can't i can't quite remember because they they contacted me so i didn't contact there was no i there was no sort of um, and again, it was partly because I I had no idea where any of it was going to go. So um, there was no sort of like, right, let's sit down with Turning Tides and say to them, I've got this idea and how can we try to promote it and let's all do it together. It just It's just all kind of happened. So um, I can't really remember at what point. I think we'd maybe got to about a £1,000, I think. And I just got an email from somebody. Um, I think she was one of their youth workers. Um, and all, all it really said was... We've seen what you're doing, and it's you know, it's we think it's great, and you know, kind of keep going, and 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 that yeah. was that really. And that, so, and that was
0: seeing your Facebook page, was it? Was yeah, that she, at that point?
1: Just they had seen the Facebook page, and at that point, I'd started tagging them in, you see. Okay. So, yeah. when I was doing so, I'd kind of um. I started sort of doing these fundraising updates and things, and every time I did a fundraising update, I just tagged them into it. So I, you know, that's probably where they they kind of picked up on it.
0: On the social media side of things, um, you, obviously, you you were really quite used to Facebook so that seemed a a, a normal space for you to be in and to be feeding this the the content into you you set up a just giving page and I saw on there you'd got your uh and I love reading it because it's just the way that you are I love the fact you've got these you know the the reason for your fundraising and then these 10 points on um how that you can uh, contribute and uh I love the fact that you only actually come up with, with eight points, but then your ninth <laughs> and your tenth are just these random, sorry, I couldn't come up with 10 points, but 10, 10 sounds better than eight. And it's just witty. You have got this very, very funny um, personality and it comes through in your writing. Obviously, it comes through in your rubbish portraits. Um, and I, I I feel with you that it's this it's genuinely what you're like you know if I was to hang out with you that's exactly what you'd be like your your personality really does come through in in all that you're doing and i and i'm and, and i lo- and I love that because it's real you know it, it it genuinely is how you are i i I can see that um what what's so you, you your target talk to me about what was your ambition? You said you'd raised £1,000 and then the charity, you know, thanked you for that. What was, what was in your head? What did you think when you were typing it into Just Giving, right, well, I think I'm going to raise how much?
1: It, being genuinely honest, Um, we put the initial target as £299 um, because that was always the joke, you know, from the, from the very, very first Facebook post, it was the, the come and get your portraits, 299 <laughs> quid, Um, and, uh, and, and that was, I mean, actually that £299, that was a sort of a purposeful amount in the sense that it was enough for it to look like it was all a joke. But it yeah. was, it was, but at the same time, it was kind of not so ridiculous that maybe people would think it was real. Um, and again, that was actually where the, it kind of gathered a bit of pace quite quickly because the first few that I did I'm going backwards again now. I'm sorry, um, but the first few that I did, when friends were sharing them, friends of friends were saying, "My God, you haven't really spent three hundred quid on this, have you?" You know, um, and and I think if we'd have put the prices like five grand, people would have known it was all. So, like I say, it, there was a, there was a little bit of thought in that. Um, but so we put so when I set up the, the Just Giving page, it asked me for a target, and I thought, Do you know what? Let's see if we can raise two hundred ninety nine quid, and Honestly, me and my other half, we sat on the sofa as I was doing it, and she said to me, "You'll never raise two hundred and ninety nine quid." And I went, "I know, but you know, if imagine if we did." I said, and I said to her, "Just imagine if we did." I said, yeah. "Imagine if we we managed to raise two hundred and ninety nine quid selling these stupid portraits to people." <laughs> so that was the first target, and 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 honestly, I never thought we would get there. I thought that I thought within a few days the whole thing would have fizzled out. Um, I kind of thought most people aren't going to donate and those that do at best they might give I don't know five quid and if we get five quid a portrait then my maths ain't that good but how many of you got to sell to make 300 quid you know probably more than I envisage doing um, so yeah that was the first target and I think we hit it in three days
0: wow and wow. suddenly
1: we looked at each other then and went Oh, hang on a minute! Like, yeah. maybe there is a little bit more in yeah. this. So we went from three hundred, and I think then in my mind the next target was could we get to five hundred, and we did. And big leap, a, a big thousand. leap, yeah. And 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 then it was, you know, and but the, the 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 big jump came obviously once we started to get the bit of media attention, and then suddenly the numbers got, you know, kind of very, very real, very quickly. Um, okay. And um, but but yeah, the target was two hundred and ninety nine pounds, and 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 do you know what? It was hitting the two hundred and ninety nine pounds. Um, I wouldn't say it has been sort of the happiest I felt through all of this, but but honestly, when we did it, I was over the moon. I couldn't believe it. I did, yeah, yeah, I was I was just as happy when we made two hundred and ninety nine pounds as I was when we hit twenty grand. You know, um, yeah, that it, your, because that was always
0: your goal, wasn't it? That it, was your and, yeah, it's almost it was, like it's worked. I've done I've done what I came here to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and
1: I think it was also the moment where I began to sort of think to myself, you know, actually kind of maybe anything is slightly possible here, um, you know, um, I, I've the, the the customer reviews and everything are all written by me. I mean, that's no big trade secret. Um yeah. and uh, they're all you know very self deprecating, and I'm very good at putting myself down. And it's it's actually been one of the things that's always held me back in 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 what I do um, in all sorts of things is that I never think anything that I do is good enough, and I'm always I always talk myself out of everything, you know, rather than just mm-hmm. leaping in mm-hmm. with two feet. Um, and so I think when we hit two hundred and ninety nine quid, it was that moment when I thought you know what, actually, we maybe there is really something in this and we can yeah. really go for it. Um, and that was probably the moment where I really thought to myself, I'm really now going to just go at this all out and let's just see how much we can raise for the charity. You know, yeah. it, it was so- almost
0: as if the, 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 the gates had opened and you had succeeded because you'd reached your £299 tick. You'd done it. So actually, anything else that came was a bonus. And and as you say, it was believing in what you were capable of. People were um, they got it. They got the rubbish pet portrait concept. You didn't need to oversell it. job done no
1: no it was it was just it just it just happened you know and and um yeah you're right I think that that is that's probably it's the minute that we'd the the minute we we'd already hit what we what we set out to achieve everything else felt like a bonus and then it became easier
0: you say it became easier however I'm going to challenge that because I think every successful campaign behind that is hard work uh, it 's a life balance because you 've got your job, your family, your dog you 've got other things going on, and yet the demand on you suddenly was enormous i You, you just put your name into a search engine and you 're on bbc you 're giving interviews to the media. It was full on very very quickly how How have you adapted to that you 're right in the middle of your campaign now and i I know you 've you've, you've, you've just told me that you 'd You've made 400 pieces of artwork. What is the queue looking like right this moment?
1: Oh, I mean, I can't, there's no way of finding out how many messages are in your inbox on Facebook, I don't think. Um, but um, I've, I guess, I reckon 7,000. Oh, my probably. Um, and I think that's probably slightly conservative because they they, they just it, like you know every day I get you know they, they just they just flood in. I mean, if you think that I've got, I think now on the on the Facebook page we've got thirty five thousand followers, and on Instagram we've got about eight thousand followers. So you know forty two thousand followers, and most people that are attracted to the page have got a pet. So yeah, um, know you know, that. even if you just want to say that a quarter of them have requested a portrait, that's ten thousand, you know, requests. Um, and so, of course, the four hundred that I've done is just a drop in the ocean in in mm. in the context of how many are left to do. Um, so um, yeah, the 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 queue now is um, is beyond beyond you know kind of control okay Um,
0: yes yes that that is probably sums it up quite well in your head then are you what is the what's the plan are you filtering through i know in your terms and conditions it clearly does say and i think it's a really important thing for people to understand that it it's a donation that you request and that you can't guarantee that you'll fulfill every single email request and i think that's a really good upfront thing to to put to put there because it sort of takes the pressure off you really and Sort of sets the expectations, but you're filtering through. You're obviously trying to read these emails and and pick out pictures and and work. How are you giving yourself a deadline to the end of this month, which we're in December while we're talking, or are you carrying on? Is your plan to just keep going with it? No, I just keep going.
1: Um, I mean, just to come back to your point about the the sort of donations and people requesting the stuff. That was that was actually one of the first wobbles that I had with all of this when it when it really started because we went you know at any one time we kind of had this sort of thing of about 20 or so portraits to do and I was working my way through those you know so those first that sort of first week or so it was sort of fairly manageable and then week two they kind of jumped up to a backlog of about 100 and so I was kind of doing you know kind of at that point maybe between five and ten a night Mm -hmm. um and uh, and so I was kind of, again, I was messaging people saying, you know, I will get to you, just bear with me. And, it, and, again, it kind of felt, although it started to get a little bit, and then they reached this point where we suddenly kind of jumped up to, you know, maybe 200, 300. Um, and I just thought to myself, there's just absolutely no way. Um, and so then that was my first wobble. Um, because was because People were donating before, so they were they were sending me a request and going, "I've just donated thirty quid, you know, um, and here's my here's my picture of my, you know, sixteen dogs, four rabbits, you know, fifteen budgerigars, you know, my son's goldfish, Joan over the road, who's you know, grandson's got a snake. Can you do them all, please? Oh, and by the way, I've already donated thirty quid. I don't know if I mentioned that." Um, And you kind of think crumbs. So I started to feel a bit of pressure because the minute that I Mm. kind of knew people had donated, and then they were expect there was that level of expectation. Um, Uh, Yeah, I I, I can
0: absolutely feel that that overwhelming. The buck stops with me. It's like a contract as well, isn't it? When you see that donation landing in the in the in the bucket, the collection bucket, you know, that virtual collection point you think there's an obligation here i need to i need to yeah. honor yeah. and and fulfill and that must have been a really difficult um moment for this, you
1: i think it was this thing of um what i did, the last thing that i wanted was to feel as though people had donated under a false pretense that they were going to get uh, you know um, and again i was talking to friends about it my other half and they were sort of saying look, Phil, if they don't get a portrait, they don't get a portrait, but what's the worst that's happened? They've donated to a charity. And and if they want to kick off about that, it, t- it says a lot more about them than it does you. And, I know. And I, like, yeah, I know yeah. that, but, you know, um, and so, yeah, th- th- so that was the point. Uh, where i had a bit of a wobble and so that was when i did this frequently asked questions post and i pinned it to the top of the page and i set up an automated response to anybody that messages me that so now anybody that messages the page should get an automated response mm-hmm. back that says if you're donating please read the frequently asked questions before you make any donations and everything else so the minute i'd done all of that i then Sort of relaxed again because I thought, yeah. you know what, I've 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 made my rules clear. If people don't want to read them and, and they don't want to read them and they just want to donate anyway, again, my conscience is clear because I've put I've put the notice up, you know. And um, and it's
0: such a good tip if you're listening and thinking I I want to take on a campaign, it's those boundaries and you won't be thinking about them at the very beginning because you'll be thinking I I'm probably going to raise fifty quid, hurrah, but when it does start to snowball, when you don't have that thinking time, that capacity to plan and structure, the fact that you did that, that you sat down and wrote those 10, those ten pointers really does define how you work and the sort of the contract between you and the, and, um, the donor. I think it was really important and and, wor- and works very well for sort of, you know the expectation and it's a bit like a lucky dip I think you know I would if I did get my pet portrait picked it would be just the cherry on the cake because you know I've made it through that pile and you've sat down and drawn my my pet in your yeah, creative yeah. brilliant way
1: Um, and, and again I think that's probably if I'm being honest I think that's one of the reasons why again there's been that sort of slight success of the page because you know everybody wants what they can't have um yeah. and so again it's like that thing of like people now you know i think they continue to follow the page because they're waiting for that day that their, you know their dog might come up um whereas again yeah. i think uh possibly if it if it had just been that thing of this constant stream of 20 or so portraits. I think the page wouldn't have grown because I think what would have happened is people would have got their portrait, they would have left the page, mm. you know, well, maybe, maybe not, I don't know, but, you know. That's
0: so interesting, actually. There is, that, that I hadn't seen it from that point of view, but that you're right, absolutely right. There is that, I need to stay with it because... I might get I, lucky. I might get lucky. Yeah. I might yeah. get picked. That's yeah. a really clever po- point. Um, but...
1: And I, I still get the thing is, I still get people. Um, you know, it it, uh, it is hard. Um, and I haven't actually really answered your question that you asked me a few questions ago about how I choose how I choose pictures. Um, and it is just a lucky dip. Um, I, I do. I mean, I, I purposefully go to the bottom of my inbox at times so that I make sure that people who didn't, you know, request back down in September have a chance. Um, some days I'll literally just search, or I'll just say to my other half, think of a name and she'll go Rachel and I'll just search Rachel's and then when, when you know, I'll just go through the Rachel's and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but, I, but I do, I get, you know, I get um, lots of people that still sort of try to, you know kind of play the you know the the bit of a guilt card oh i've donated and i'm still waiting for my picture and i I still get the people that you know kind of comment on the i'm still waiting for mine but again i've just learned to ignore that a little bit um you know and and actually face here's something i'm giving away a little bit of an insider here people that really 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 chase me Facebook blocks them because they think it's spam (sighs) do they yeah so if you so if you've been sending me 17 messages every day saying please do my dog please do my dog um i now can't see your message because facebook says this message will no longer appear because we believe it's spam
0: oh gosh well yeah now, we, so that's, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, that's good yeah. to know. Send one message, keep your fingers crossed. The magic may happen or exactly. may not.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know. And so hopefully no, you won't get picked.
0: <laughs> I'm just, as somebody that, I, I avoid my admin, Phil. And I'm not, it's not where my strength lies. I'd much rather go and rummage through through my wardrobe, tinker with my jewellery. But for you, the admin is critical because that's your, that's your order line. How are you, are you, do you have your own, do you have a team of admin people or are you literally just sitting there on your laptop logging in every day and just seeing it in front of you? Have you been able to share the load?
1: No, I mean, I wish I had an admin team, but no, it is literally me. Um, So, um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, basically, well, yeah, it's just me. There's no, I can't even pretend it's not. So, um, And Facebook have done this weird <laughs> thing where they force you now, if you've got a page, you probably have it on your page, you now have to use this Business Suite thing to read yeah. all your messages. Yeah. Um, well, the problem with that is um, is I can't see pictures that people send me on Business Suite on my phone. So mm. I now have to log into my laptop, go through the messages on my laptop pick the pictures i want to do email them to myself so i can get them onto my phone
0: Are you sticking with this um listen i, I facebook if you're listening the the management team at facebook listen to this phil they do listen to this podcast i know we need to arrange uh, a team of people to come and support you this is yeah. this cannot be happening like this um, we'll, we'll work we'll work it out because so yeah, it's, it's giving me a headache to, listening
1: yeah it, honestly um, someone said to me on the page the other day how long does it take you to draw the pictures and the pictures literally depending on how much coloring in there is to do um anything between five and ten minutes um but the but the, but the time consuming thing is the everything else you know it's yeah, the management yeah. of the inboxes to the choosing the pictures to do when i've drawn the pictures it's the you know, there's in a separate app where I put the two images side by side and do, you know, then upload it to Facebook and then write the customer reviews and do all of that. So the whole, pro- the whole process of actually drawing someone's picture probably takes me 45 minutes ish. Um, but actually drawing the picture is five to 10 minutes. Um, yeah. So if I literally could sit there and have somebody saying to me, draw this, draw this, draw this, I'd be churning them out, you know, I'd be churning out, you know, maybe five an hour. Um, but it's the, it's the everything else that, that, is, that, that takes up the time.
0: Hi, you're listening to What Have I Done with me, Caroline Jones. And now back to the conversation. And I think actually, if it was just churning out the pictures, if it wasn't the content you are writing on your Facebook, the review, if it wasn't the attention to detail, which is what it is, it, it, it probably wouldn't be where it is now. So you've almost you've upped your game. You're delivering a very, very well put together campaign on your own without any admin support with, you know, with the with the limitations that Facebook's offering you. And it's still incredibly successful, even though you've got all these obstacles to get through and you're you're uh, how you're pushing yourself. I can really connect to that. And I hear that with lots of people who have these very, very successful campaigns that it is a one man band, one woman band, but your expectations and what and how you deliver it are really high. And I think that's what the the appeal is to, to, to people, because it's just it looks incredibly, incredibly simple. And yet it's not. It's not. No, it involves no, creativity, it was... but it involves also hard work and consistency. And I think it's also that that personal touch that you give everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I enjoy it. Like, I genuinely enjoy it. Um, and I did say, like, if I if there became a moment, I'll stop doing this when one or two, when one of two things happening. Either people stop donating or I stop enjoying it. Um, and, you know, genuinely, if I stop enjoying it, I'll give it up tomorrow. Um, you know, um, because I have got far more, you know, lots and lots of other things going on in my life. And, um, this is taking up literally every single spare minute that I have. Um, You know, people keep coming up with all these wonderful ideas on the, on the page as to what I could be doing and you should be doing this. And why don't you do this? And have you thought about that? And I've thought about all these ideas, Mm. but I've only got 24 hours in the day. And at the moment I'm probably cramming about 28 hours worth of stuff to do into those 24 hours, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, And, and, and genuinely I'm having such a laugh um, doing it and we're raising the money and, and, and that in itself is enjoyable. You know, because you've 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 been there. there. There becomes a moment where I don't want to say it's addictive because that's probably the wrong word, but there is definitely this thing of, you know, what's the next target? Can we do it? Can we, you know, how can we do it? What can we do to sort of try to Change things up and get people interested again. And there's there's something about that 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 is
0: enjoyable, you know. I, I, um, absolutely, you're you feed off it because you're generating this every day. You're generating this news because you, you know you you're representing the charity. The charity are, I'm sure, incredibly supportive and you know overwhelmed by the success that it's it's generated for them. How much have you raised? Do you mind me asking? um i, I haven't
1: checked today but yesterday we were i think we were about a couple of hundred quid under 38 grand gosh um 38000
0: uh, pounds yeah for rubbish felt tip pet portraits, portraits
1: yeah in 12 in, weeks in 12 so, weeks yeah.
0: it is absolutely incredible and and the The media attention that this campaign has, has created is is phenomenal, but it's actually what that money is delivering for the charity and have Have you any idea where that money's going and the and the and the positive impact it's making
1: um, short answer is no um sort of slightly longer answer is that uh the one of the things that I know that the charity are you know one of the reasons why they're pleased about the money being raised is that money that they raise themselves they can decide where it goes. Um, whereas a lot of the money that they get is ring fenced for specific things. So, um, you know, they, when I was down at the uh, community hub and talking to their manager, Paul, um, you know, he was sort of saying that they have, um, you know, counselors that come in and they have, um, uh, trained nurses that come in to provide first aid and things. And they get grant money and, and various sort of funding for that, but it's only for those specific things. Um so to have kind of money coming in with a with a sort of free reign, as it were, um, I think is really important to them. Um where it's going, I don't, you know, I mean I think it costs something like eight hundred pounds a day to just run one of their centres. So mm. Um, again the reality of it is is that it sounds like a lot of money but actually just in the day-to-day running of the charity it's probably disappearing quite quickly so i don't think it's going towards anything specific um it must be making a
0: massive impact on them because they're in the whole sector is in dire straits anyway but to know that they've got this revenue coming in it must make decisions slightly easier for them yeah. And I think on a day-to-day as
1: well, day basis. yeah, I think it's also the, um, it is the awareness as well. Um, so, you know, it's kind of, is probably sort of elevated, you know, who turning tides are quite dramatically from where they were, um, before all of this. Um, and I think that, you know, one of the reasons why that's probably important is let's say a hundred people are now aware of turning tides now than they weren't 12 weeks ago. Um, You know, that's 100 families that next Christmas might donate the Turning Tides and the Christmas after might donate the Turning Tides and so Mm. on and so forth, as Mm. we have done for all the the, the years that we've supported them. So I think that, you know, this pot of money is great and we'll keep going to to try to raise as much money as we possibly can. But the awareness is just as important because the longevity of the awareness is immeasurable, really. You know, who knows what that might lead to? I think
0: that, that is the success of your campaign is the... It's it's obviously the money, but those column inches that you're generating, the the, the the media interest, as you say, and the people thinking about their local community, and, and and as you rightly point out, it is on everybody's high street this enormous problem, and so it, it, it the rubbish pet portraits is that legacy that you're you're going to leave to think, well actually I, I can do something about my own community and I can support my own homeless community in a different way. Maybe it's maybe it's taking a creative idea and running it with myself. So it's it's the impact that your campaign is probably going to have across the nation and that lasting legacy. I think it's quite incredible. And I, I want to ask you now what what's you've got a few weeks now before Christmas as we're recording this. Are you up to your knees? You're sitting, by the way, and I just say this, not on a chair. You're on the floor talking <laughs> to me, <laughs> which is the first, um, first interview I've had where the, where the guest has been sitting on the floor. I'm imagining, I can't see, that the floor is covered with artists' uh, pencils and you've got an easel out in the background and maybe some nice paper and good light. Would I be right?
1: Nope. Um, I mean, this is my drawing position. So I do sit, I do, I've you know, there's probably a little ridge in the in the floors if I get up, because I spend a lot of time sitting here um, at the coffee table. Um, I have, i tell you what, look. I love this. There you go, look, there's my pencil case. I know oh, that this isn't... Oh, gosh, short, I don't know whether we can get a
0: screenshot of there's this. There's my pencil case. Hold it still and we will somehow, I might just get some, some way, we will take a picture of that at some point.
1: Excellent. Um, and it is, I mean, genuinely, it's my son's pencil case. It's WH Smith pencils. Um, there's actually a post on the Facebook page where um, I needed a new, bl- all I needed was a black pencil because, like, you know, so many pets are black, right? And so um, my black pencil just sort of, like, decreased and decreased. And I, I say mine, it was my. It was Sam's pencil. <laughs> um, and uh, so I had to, so we went to Hobbycraft. and. Ooh you know big big shot and I went to the to the the sort of artist section and I stood there and I just looked at all these various pencils I mean I never didn't even know that watercolor pencils were a thing I mean do you dip them in water do you add water you know (laughs) what um and I and I and I stood there and I was just looking and I haven't felt as overwhelmed the last, probably the last moment I felt that overwhelmed was when we were expecting Sam seven years ago and me and my other half went to Babies R Us for the first time to buy all the crap that we need. And, you know, and, and literally <laughs> we, did. we walked in and we looked around and we went, what are we doing? And we've got no idea what we need. You know, I feel like such a fraud. And we walked back out. We sat in the car. We both cried, you know, and then we walked, Then we drove home. And it was the same thing in Hobbycraft. I was literally stood there looking at all these things, just thinking, what the hell? And so I went to the Crayola aisle. I went to the, to the kids' oh, crayons and I bought yeah. a pack of, you know... Um, sort of kids coloring in pencils and felt at home again you do it's interesting and, uh, how you've gone
0: back to br- a brand that you remember as a kid yeah 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 and beryl um, was another felt tip pen I used to beryl,
1: love yeah um <laughs> and then the all, they're all drawn on photocopy paper that I nick from work um it's the cheapest mm. um you know Stop. I don't yeah it's it, it's it honestly um I don't give many originals out, but if I did, I don't think they'd survive the post. I mean, you know, it, uh, so yeah, there's no. I think that's the no... key
0: to keep the rubbish theme going, isn't it? It, it would be it would be um, wrong of you to introduce anything of quality. Yeah, really, people will be like
1: what, who is this impostor? Yes,
0: he's a fraud. <laughs> he's, pre- he's presented something on some beautiful hard stock. Uh, uh, no, it has to be. And also, may I just say, I love a good stationery cupboard, a work stationery cupboard. Leave me in there on my own, five or ten minutes. I've got a red felt tip, black. I like a good biro. Yeah, are you, are you able to just sort of funnel it off?
1: Well, pretty much yeah nice. um, I mean again the pens I use are just uh, like a writing you know uh, just a, a normal sort of writing pen from work again so um, yeah it's like there's no there's no um, great mystery no, no art um, in the art no no there's piles of there's piles of portraits all over the house now i mean my other half keeps getting a bit annoyed about that um because you know everywhere you go there's like a pile of portraits somewhere
0: and um, are they waiting to be put in the post are you also having to go to the post box i don't say so, so
1: no no so i don't give any originals out oh um, right and so again i've that's one of the sort of things that i've you know been clear on so literally people just get their picture um posted um onto the page oh i um, you. Which is a couple, there's a couple of reasons for it. The first of which is um, I've been told to keep hold of the originals because we've got lots of exciting things in the pipeline. And I think I'm allowed to say, because this isn't coming out till January, that there's going to be a book.
0: (gasps) Uh, Can we Um, just talk about that? What do you mean? I think there's just going to be a book. Okay, let's just backtrack on that. So presumably uh, your people have been talking to their people.
1: Yeah, we've signed it. So we've signed. We're, we asked. We, we've we had we've had four publishers that have been sort of fighting over it for want of a better word for weeks. Um, so we've been. I've been reading all these. I keep. I always say we. Um, when I, I talk that. about this, thing. and the <laughs> do you know why? It's because. And this can sound really soppy, but it's because I. It's me and my other half. Because although she's yeah. not really doing, she's not doing anything. You know. Can like we, what's your uh,
0: What's your partner's name? Are uh, you able Ashley. to? Ashley, uh, so
1: Ashley. Um, but she's just always there do you know what I mean yeah. So like, she's always there when it's like we've hit 500 quid or yeah. you know whatever it might be um so yeah we've had four publishers that that have been sort of fighting over it for a while so there's been so many comments on the page about oh you should do a book you should do a book and you're sort of sitting there going yeah we know we'd love to um we're doing it so um yeah that's all signed uh that has actually been the sort of last little bit of stress as we sit here now because uh the publisher that we're signed with which is harper collins they when we first started talking to them which was about five weeks ago they said that the deadline for for all the work being submitted would be the 14th of december um okay. but we didn't sign the con we didn't sign the contract with them till the 7th of december and i was thinking oh that's all right the deadline's going to be pushed back now then and it was like oh no we still need everything by the 14th of december um <laughs>
0: so yeah yeah okay Um, uh that doesn't that's is that realistic
1: so when it's done it's done i've given them everything that they need and uh you can actually even now if you when we're finished uh you can go on to waterstones and pre-order my book
0: oh my goodness me what tell me about the book is it is it a a story is it a, a what's the theme of the book it's just
1: a it's just a it's it's a picture book it's like a gift so it, where it's the it's a gift book basically like a coffee table book um, with i'm not actually sure exactly how many of the of my pictures are going to be in it but roughly 100 i think pictures um, oh my goodness. and the kind of fake customer reviews um and so a little bit like just the facebook page lifted into a book um i've got no idea what it's actually going to look like yet because i'm waiting obviously on all that to come through yeah, um, yeah. hardback which, or, or... hardback yeah hardback oh,
0: wonderful um, are you going to so... do a special front cover for the book
1: Again, do don't know. I'm not quite too sure. They're working on sort of designs and stuff at the moment, which although you can pre-order it is why they're telling me right now, um, they don't want me to announce it yet because they want, want, until I actually, they want to sort of make sure that the cover's been designed and stuff yeah. before people really get in front of the pre-order links. Gosh, um, I'm
0: so, this is so thrilling. And um, am you know, Look where it's taking you. Look what it's look what doors are opening for you with this small idea you had back way back when you were doing thank you cards and trying to, you know, encourage your son to, to do some colouring. What are we looking 12, 13 weeks on? Yeah. This. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And you are an artist, Phil. The book will say illustrations by. Well, yeah, but it's called rubbish portraits or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm a rubbish art. Yeah, I'm. A, you know,
1: hey. Yeah, I'll you don't want to
0: lose that. Don't lose I'll that. Take, don't go I'll... getting good.
1: No, no. I'll take. I'll take. Even if it's. Uh, even if it's a rubbish artist, I'm still an artist. I guess. So um... my
0: front doorbell just rang. Bear with me one second. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to close the door. Hold a minute. Well, we were talking about your book, um, which just is sounding incredible. When will it be out for people to buy? When do we think? May, May.
1: so May, okay. May the twenty seventh. So it's a little way off yet, but um, so yeah, May the twenty May seventh. Um, right. So
0: there'll be at um, some showbiz launch for that, won't there?
1: Oh, I reckon so. Come you know, on, the mayor. I mean, who? Might who, get who the mayor roped in.
0: The mayor. I'm the mayor of
1: Worthing. You know, London, um, Manchester. London. I'm thinking got, also... a
0: Christmas card from Boris Johnson today. Come on, let's talk about this. <laughs> so maybe uh, he
1: might be, you know...
0: <laughs> a postcard from Boris Johnson. Yeah. With with yeah. kind greetings. What did it say?
1: Oh, it was, You know, it was just pre-printed, but it just, it, you know, it just says, uh, to Phil, happy Christmas, Boris, and what's his other half called? I don't know. Not really interested, this. but I love this. Um, so yeah. I just love
0: also how relaxed you are about that. I, I, it's just over there somewhere on the floor with all of my other correspondents Yeah. yeah. Well, I, they've so, got a pet, haven't they? They've got a pet cat, and a, I think they've also got a dog. I was, so I I was going dog. to ask you, famous pets. Is there any any famous pet that you'd particularly like to draw? I don't know, a corgi, maybe.
1: Yeah, I do a corgi. Yeah, she'd chop my head off, though, wouldn't she? But um, uh, the, to be fair, I think the last—I th- I think the last attempt at an Alsatian turned out looking like a corgi. So I could, <laughs> <laughs> I could,
0: there's no guarantees. I,
1: just, I could just give her that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I did draw um, Boris Johnson. Well, I, did, I drew Boris Johnson um, and his dog um, because I got a, a, a points of light award um, from Boris Johnson. So there was a bit of a thing on the page of people saying, "Oh, you've got to draw him. You've got to draw him." So um, I did, and and I didn't want a picture of Boris Johnson in my house, so um, I auctioned it off. So and uh, we raised four hundred quid.
0: Amazing. is again for, for turning tides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've I'm, I'm not, I'm not
1: earned a penny out. Like, literally, I've not earned a penny out of this. No. Um, I, not, not, nothing that's come in. Um, and this actually, again, when I was said earlier about people sort of saying about all these really good ideas and stuff, is, is actually some of the ideas I've had, the problem that I've had in terms of trying to make them a reality is that I want all of the money coming in to come through just giving so mm. that there's a transparency to it and people know it's going straight to the charity um so um I, you know I, I don't know for for instance what, one idea that I had um which was sort of relatively fleeting was to try to do like a 12 days of christmas thing where sort of we would have this sort of series of things that maybe people could bid for or whatever it might be you know 12 key rings 11 calendars 10 you know T-shirts, whatever. Yeah. Um, but of course, the the problem with that was how we then worked the fact that I would then have to go and buy all of these things, and then we'd have to sell them, and then we'd have to work out what the profit was and send that to. And so actually in the end, it kind of it all felt like a little bit too much administrational work. Um, and also, like I say, this sort of thing of people suddenly paying me. Which has never felt particularly comfortable mm, um, I,
0: I, can, I get that, and I think there 's something about staying on track with your campaign it 's so dif- it 's so easy to be distracted and people mean, mean well and they want to support you with ideas and being i 'm very creative it 's very easy to think i 'm going to go off and do this now i 'm going to develop mm. that idea and do something like over here, actually with a successful campaign it's rubbish it's about pets it's about portraits and that's the the engine that has to keep moving forward in addition to all of this other stuff that's going on in your life you know this this the real world which I I often wonder whether people um stop to think about that 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 there is you know it's a portion of you what you're doing isn't it it's not the entirety of your day
1: yeah, I think that there's there's the 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 page has kind of the Facebook page has 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 reached a bit of a level where um, I feel a certain level of like like expectation now, um, and and just purely from like an entertainment point of view, it's almost like people are just expecting now to log on and be entertained, um, and so you know, you, like there are the occasional and and. It, there's a lot of negative comments on the page jokingly you know because the whole tone of the page is is you know so i get a lot of people that are that are very tongue-in-cheek you know kind of oh this is rubbish and oh what have you done to this beautiful cat and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And, and that i i laugh and and it's it's the it's the the spirit of the page but you do occasionally get a kind of genuinely negative review um where somebody might sort of say oh you know this is this is all getting too good and it's not really what we signed up for or you know Mm. and and it's kind of like well I'm churning out sort of four or five sometimes 10 portraits a day and putting them on the page and okay they might not all hit the mark but we're trying you know we're kind of trying our best and there's definitely a sort of a, a bit of a sense at the moment of this sort of slight I feel the expectation actually mm. um,
0: can you can you can you sort of take yourself away from that are you able to sort of desensitize yourself from the real negative comments oh, yeah, and, and, yeah. and just try and because I, I personally find that really difficult when you're when you do put yourself out there in the public domain on on social media is you you know you just want to have a good um a positive experience on social no one uh, you you sound like someone who really doesn't court controversy you're just doing something (laughs) you know you're not trying to be controversial you're you're doing this from a from a cause point of view but it's it's it is difficult to to not get dragged down by you know a a, a negative comment how do you how do you manage
1: that the negative comments I just they just go over me I mean and like I say like actually the tone of a lot of the stuff on the page is quite you know it, it is so again sometimes people get pulled up on a comment by somebody else and they'll go oh, I was only joking you know because that's sort of like you know and again I think that maybe I've made a bit of a rod for, for my own back with that because like I say the whole thing is very self-deprecating isn't it you know um yeah. so all of my fake customer reviews are this is rubbish so of course yeah. it naturally kind of um i think probably actually in a funny way the the biggest thing that i've struggled with in in the sense of the the page and 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 people on the page and things is actually when I've, i've had some messages which are um where people kind of tell me their story um and that that can be quite difficult so um you know as as an example somebody sort of sent me a, a message the other day to sort of say that you know their 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 child was unwell you know very seriously unwell and you know they'd kind of been they, they were going through this hard time and um you know it would make her de- make her day if if if, if i could do a, a picture for them for christmas and you know this that and the other but I get hundreds of messages like that. You know, yeah. I get messages from people saying, oh, you know, my dad is, you know, kind of terminally ill and, you know, could Gosh. you do a picture of, of, of his dog because it would mean the world to my mum and, <sighs> you know. Um, and those so it's that, it's that of,
0: expectation that's on your shoulders. Yeah,
1: they're, they're the ones that, that are harder to, to do because, um, you know, they knock you for six when you read, you know, when you read some of the stories um, and you kind of think, yeah, you know I, I you know i know i can't help every you know i can't you know and b it's sort of like in my mind i'm just drawing stupid portraits of people's pets it's like it's not really making that much of, of, of a difference so in terms of like the, the the sort of expectations and stuff that's probably the bit that i that is that is quite Difficult, And I'm not saying mm. to people, don't send me those types of messages because, you know, it's lovely to, to, to sort of read all the messages that come in. Um, but that's the bit that sometimes you sort of sit there and think, crumbs, I, I wish I could yeah. he- help everybody yeah. and give everybody the portrait that, that, that they want. But unfortunately, um, even if I just tried to concentrate on those sorts of requests, I wouldn't have enough time.
0: You wouldn't, know, And I think there's something about... Um, you know if you're listening to this and thinking uh, how would I respond to those to those to those difficult emails when you are in the middle of a campaign you want to you're just trying to do everything yourself you're trying to be the best you can possibly be do you do you turn to the charity at all to help you with that support is there you know when you get specific homeless conversations can you are, Um, are they there to help you on that
1: If I say no, that would sound wrong because they've been great. Like Their Mm. turning tides have been absolutely brilliant. Um, I think what I would probably say is I haven't necessarily felt yet that I've needed to turn to them for anything like that. Um, so, um, I mean, there's when we first, so when a lot of the media stuff sort of started, they were really good. Um, at, you know, I kind of contacted them at that point and was, was kind of saying to their communications manager, Gemma, you know is there anything specifically that you 'd like me to be trying to get into some of these interviews and you know they sort of sent me over you know kind of some stats and you know all of those sorts of things so they 've been really good with with that kind of thing um and they 've just been really you know genuinely supportive and 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 as i when I say genuinely supportive i mean that is a really good word it 's been genuine you know um they've it, it there 's been no sense of you know, that they, they're doing it out of some form of obligation. You know, it's that they want to, you know, kind of check in and find out if there's a, you know, and, and they, they're constantly offering. Um, I think the other side of it is, though, is I'm also mindful that I've created a shed load of work for them. Um, and so I don't really want to be kind of putting on them too much. Um, so, um, you know, I think that uh, Sophie, who's the girl that deals with all of their Just Giving stuff, I mean, is pretty much, taken over her life dealing with all the just giving donations that are coming in um and we've we've building up to christmas we've done um I, i've there was a lot of talk on the the page about people wanting calendars and things so i said to, to turning Tides, hey why don't we do some calendars you know it's a great idea phil you know um <laughs> and uh and i said to them look You, you do, you. I'm happy for you to kind of deal with it all, and you can have all the money, you know. You can, you can deal with it all. So, we, between us, we all sort of sat down and we thought that that calendars and tea towels would be this great idea. And again, bless them, it's just turned into a nightmare for them because, like all these things, it's never as easy as you think it's going to be. And it's been really time consuming for them. Um, just even setting up the, you know, an online store to take payments from people and stuff, you know. So, they are working really, really really hard um to kind of cope with stuff that i'm no i know i'm generating so i haven't really wanted to put on them but they've been really good you know that's they fantastic been. to um, hear
0: it's so so brilliant to hear that that they've got this um that they get it they know that um they will do all they can to support you but I I also hear that what you're saying about being this disruptive you know this swerve ball that's just come in Uh, they've they've, they've got their annual planner thank you very much and here you are hi I'm making a load of noise over here I'm I'm raising a load of money and it is that balance for lots of charities on how they manage that how they how they can optimize the value from a monetary point of view but also um what they I suppose or how they're going to manage their time because you can never plan for this
1: yeah and I think it's as well it's like the um I I sort of look at it from the outside in and um they've obviously wanted to do a lot to kind of support and promote what I'm doing but and and for as much as I want to support turning tides and, and and keep raising their awareness um I don't whilst I would like to become synonymous with turning tides, I don't necessarily want turning tides to become synonymous with me, if that Mm. makes sense, because I think that it's really important that turning tides, again, when we talk about like this longevity, that turning, you know, I don't want want people to to maybe think, oh, well, we won't support turning tides because they've got that thing going on with that guy who does those pet portraits and he's raising loads of money so we don't need to bother, Mm. you know, kind of helping them. Mm. Um, And so, you know, I've, I've been sort of quietly aware of the fact that you know the turning tides facebook feed has come has almost turned into the hercule van wolfwinkle facebook feed and you know kind of uh, and and that's sort of something that um i'm, I'm kind of quite mindful of is that there, there's lots of other people that are supporting turning tides and i don't want to take any spotlight away from them and what they're doing because no. um you know the money that i've raised um is what it is but the hundred pound that somebody's just raised for turning tides by walking from you know kind of worthing to brighton in their pajamas or whatever is just as important like it all goes into the same pot
0: yeah i can hear i understand that perspective and that 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 view that you have that you know is is it going to be like this for the charity in a year's time where is that next pot of money going to come from but actually i do think it's this longevity i think it's where i think it's possibly the the eyes you've been able to open up and the you've probably inspired the team to do different things to be creative to be spontaneous to to work in a very different way and maybe you've you've opened their eyes to social media because i know that it, you know you certainly were not on their planner but you're doing something so powerful and through the Facebook page you're showing how you can connect with that audience and I think there's something very powerful in that in 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 the skill that you're that you have and and how they can learn from that and all charities can learn from their fundraisers it's it is about looking at what you're doing what the successes of your campaign.
1: Yeah, I mean that's actually one of the things that I'm trying to sort of uh, do a little bit at the moment is trying to get some of my traffic across their Facebook pages as well, so that we can try to get people. You know, I mean they've got a, they've got a good following on Facebook, um, but but if we can get sort of some people. So again, sort of with these calendars and things that we're doing, I've been kind of saying to them, look, I won't be announcing the calendars here first. You need to be on the turning tides page to find out when they go on sale um and stuff um but I got a really I mean when you said about sort of inspiring them and stuff I got this really nice message the other day from one of their fundraising team to just sort of it was it was partly because I'm I'm volunteering with them tomorrow to go and post all these bloody calendars that we've sold so um because that's the next thing is that you know they've suddenly got to deal with all these calendars (laughs) that have been ordered and posting them and you know amazing um And uh, and she just said to me, you know, she's—I can't remember exactly how she phrased it, but sort of something along the lines of, you know, they—they, she has found this all really inspiring, and it's kind of given the whole fundraising team a, you know, kind of a a boost and stuff. And it's nice to hear, you know, it's nice to hear the 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 sort of nice messages and 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 the impact that it's having on on things that is that again is beyond just the pounds coming into the Mm, to the just very much, yeah, Um, yeah.
0: And I, I also sense with you, Phil, that it will be a long-term relationship you have with this charity. So whether rubbish pet portraits continues for you know another year, another twelve months, whatever, I think it sounds like you'll always be doing something with the charity that you're 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 entwined with them for for for, for you know forever we, yeah we will i mean
1: that that's true in in the sense of even if it just becomes our annual christmas donation to them still you know um it's something that uh like i say we've it's been it's been something i've been sort of passionate about since before all of this and will be you know afterwards and, yeah. and um you know if we can continue to sort of do things that you know kind of with the with the platform that we've now built um then then all the better but you know you're always mindful with these things that they come along really quickly and they disappear just as quickly as well and uh, and you know so it's trying to sort of ride that wave a bit and i'll wait again i sort of said earlier about kind of always pulling myself down and things i always feel that we're at the peak you know, I always feel like we're at the peak of it and we're going to come crashing down the other side. So um, even with the book coming out and stuff, I keep sort of saying to to sort of the publishers and stuff, can I just announce it? Can I just announce it? Because, you know, it, it, what if we don't have anybody on the page in January? You know, and they're like, chill, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, but I always sort of feel that, you know, say, it, it, you're going to turn the next corner and it's all going to disappear rather than kind of thinking... Like beyond it, and and maybe that's managing expectations. I don't know. But
0: I think um, that's entirely normal. I I can completely relate to that because you think you've got to this point, you've got to your thirty five thousand pounds point. Surely there is no more in it. Surely you know tomorrow will be somebody else with another campaign that's that's picking the, the pricking the conscience of the media. And but actually, I think you've got a backlog <laughs> of seven thousand people with their pets that 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 love the concept, that love the creativity. And it also sounds like you're very grounded and you're very, you know, you're, you're pragmatic. You think you, you can see these, the curve coming down the other end, but that's, it sounds like, you know, you're fine with that. And it, it's important. I think that when that moment happens, because it I can, you know, it certainly happened to me is that you're able to sit back and really Take it all in because when you're in the middle of a campaign, there's so much going on. It's frenetic. But do take that time just to sort of take it in and see the success that you've had and where it takes you. Who knows? I mean, I think I can see famous portraits hanging in galleries,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, uh, and your own art television program, maybe art classes. It can go on. T-shirts.
1: Uh, Look, who knows? Who knows? Who knows?
0: What one piece of advice could you give anybody listening to this, walking along with the the headphones in their ears, thinking, you know, I'm going to do something creative. I'm going to do something. I've got this idea. Shall I run with it? I want to support a charity or a cause. What one piece of advice could you give them?
1: Just do it. I mean that that is the that is the the you know like I say said right at the start like this whole thing has just been this series of events these what ifs you know and um, what if I hadn't put that picture on 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 the page what if one of the first people to to sort of request a portrait didn't have three and a half thousand friends on Facebook you know what if the Matt hadn't insisted on making a payment and I you know had said give it to Turning Tides, you know. And even with that, it was Matt that came back after he donated and said, I've donated, have you thought about Just Giving page? And I was kind of like, "Well, that sounds complicated, you know. So what if I'd have just left that thought there? um you know but i didn't i went on just giving and i looked into it and actually it was really easy you know so um and, and and even and actually sort of talking about the what ifs i nearly didn't go on bbc breakfast when they contacted me um because this whole thing was you know kind of i was doing it under this hercule van wolfwinkle nobody knew it was me um when the first few newspaper um articles had been printed the they were saying, can we print your name? And I was saying, no, like you can say Phil from Worthing if you want to. Um, somebody was insistent on it saying Phil 38 from Worthing, but I still thought, well, I can deny that there's plenty, plenty of 38 year old Phil's in Worthing. Um, and, and I was, you know, I was kind of vehemently trying to keep myself, you know, myself away from, from all of it. Um, because none of it's been, it's never been about that, you know, e- even when we weren't making money for the, for the charity. So, um, when when the when it was like suddenly this TV appearance, it was like oh, crumbs. I don't really know if I want to do that because there's no going back from that. And you know, I thought about it briefly. Spoke to my other half, and she was like. what you know you've just got to do it but genuinely I nearly didn't so but I did you know so just do it and who knows you know like where it might where it might go absolutely Um, and um and ultimately if you if you've got an idea to do something that's going to raise some money for a charity even if just your mum gives you 10 quid for it like that's 10 quid that you know you didn't that charity didn't have before you had your idea Um, and, and, and I think that that, that is the thing. And I know you asked for one bit of advice, but the second bit of advice I would give is do something you enjoy. Um, because like you said, it, 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 there are moments where it, it get it's hard, you know? Um, and I think that if you're not doing something that you're enjoying doing, um it would be it'd be very easy to to give it up um and like i said earlier i'll stop doing this the moment i stop enjoying it um and if i was trying to if i was raising money by running a marathon every day i would have given up weeks ago because you know so um do do it and make sure it's something you enjoy
0: that's such good advice that's such sound advice what what final question what have you really learned about yourself
1: (laughs) nothing (laughs) genuinely I, i i've not like this is just me and it's like you know um it's i've not i've not been anything that i've i've not tried to be anything i've not done anything differently i've just been what i am and um so um you know again when i was uh don't to keep banging on about that bloody book you know but when i was, uh, they when i was they were doing the forward one of the things that the publisher said is oh you know are you going to do the forward in your own voice or hercules voice and i was kind of like what do you mean like it is just there is no there's no difference i'm not like a method actor i don't sort of sit there getting into sort of hercule mode before i put myself online it is just me and i'm just doing what i do and having fun and 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 like I say, people on my own Facebook have been watching me do these stupid posts and stuff like this for for years. And and uh, and, and so, yeah, there's nothing there, there's nothing that I I would say that I've that I've particularly learned other than I enjoy drawing. I didn't know that. So there you go. There's there your you go.
0: There you go. Thank you, Phil. I've I've I'm going to leave you now, although I could talk to you for hours because I feel that you're surrounded on the floor with your print with your paper, <laughs> with your felt tip pens, with your email lists coming in, your admin. If I could get in the car now and drive to you and take over your admin, I would. Um, but I'm I'm wishing you well for, you know, to to get through this this um period and The book, I cannot wait to see. I cannot wait to see where it takes you. And I wish you all the best with this campaign. And I will be following you and um, putting in an order, I think, quite quickly. But thank you so much for your time. And I wish you well with the campaign. We will keep in touch.
1: Do. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right.
0: Thank you, Phil. Cheers, then. Bye. Bye. What Have I Done is a Just Voices production and is sponsored by Just Giving. Edited and mixed by Ross Keffert at Audio Egg and presented by me, Caroline Jones.